0: Now entering Nerdist.com. You made it weird. You made it weird. You made it weird. Oh, yeah. You made it weird. You made it weird. Yes, you did. You made it weird. Oh yeah.
1: You made
2: it weird. With Pete Holmes. What's happening, weirdos? This uh, obviously is a, is a very sad week. We lost the incredible kind, hilarious, and wise Gary Shandling, I, I was so, so grateful uh, for this talk. I'm, I'm so, so grateful for his work, which uh, is continues to delight and inspire me and so many people that I work with uh, that I just really wanted to re-release this. So I, I know a lot of you went back and listened to it um, when you got news that he passed, but there's something about knowing that we're all taking the day to, uh, to listen to it at the same time. I think there's something communal, and uh, and hopefully, um, I don't know if it's respectful or meaningful for you, but whatever it is, I'm doing this to give us something to uh, do together to remember Gary, who was just so, so incredible. Um, I didn't know him very well, so I don't want to sound like uh, I'm, I'm faking that, that we were super close, but the few times that I did see him, I'm actually recording this intro at Largo, Uh, where I met him, always amazing, always effortlessly funny. Jokes and joke structure and comedy was just a program always running in the background. So whenever he needed one, there was a joke, and it would always entertain and delight. And to me, it would just stupefy me. He was just an amazing machine. But then on top of that was this wisdom and this generosity of spirit that I experienced in this conversation. And a few times after that, he, he came in and watched the pilot of the show Judd and I are working on um, and took the time. It was just amazing. This was a guy who was accessible to people and to his friends and to friends of his friends. And I was so happy to be able to, uh, to, to enjoy that and, and to experience that. So anyway, long intro aside, obviously there's no ad um, and there are no plugs here. I just wanted to put this out in a way of, of loving, and remembering the great Gary Shanling. So let's let's enjoy it. I hope you guys do, and uh, do yourself a favor. Get into Larry Sanders. Look up his old Tonight Show, and uh, I I, th- I think he would enjoy that. Uh, I know I would. So <laughs> let's let's do it. Get into it. Well, let's start with hello. Well, that's a little quick. <laughs> <laughs> that's a little quick for me. Are it, you a slow moving version? When you date somebody, do you move slowly? Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I don't oh, just no. mean physically, but emotionally. Do you dive right in? You seem like an open-hearted fella, I wonder.
1: I am an open-hearted fella. I think you are. But I have uh, a, a, I have two German guards. I have, I have like a guard. I, I have like a field. I, I can hear myself speaking, and I don't like it. Right now? Is there any way we can end that? I don't have a monitor in or anything, do I? You're not wearing <laughs> I'm headphones. hearing it right from my mouth to my ear, it's and it live. sounds like this. It's live. It's live. <laughs> Gary, you're live. <laughs> you're a fool that tape-recorded me live. Yeah. <laughs> it's not really taped. It's actually digital. <clears throat> yeah.
2: But people like saying tape. Uh, are, you date somebody, you dive right in because of your big open heart? I'm interested in that because you seem like a sweet. No, I'll tell
1: you what you're picking up. You're picking up that I'm on you. No, you're picking up that I that I actually, to be frank, and Pete, don't don't compromise me. I've lost my vocabulary. I believe I mean placate me. Then I'm on you. I'm picking up. Here's what you're picking up. Yeah, Uh, I'm I'm a good guy. I'm very. uh, I'm I'm very open. So this will make sense. Well, yep. I'm sure you and Judd have talked about this late into the evening. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I feel I have, to, I have to. I have a protective layer that I have to a shell. Well, I'd rather name it. A <laughs> layer. I'd rather name it with a technical. I have a a uh, a, a protective, uh, which does me no good. I mean, because y- you do better, I think, don't you? To see what's going to happen, and uh, otherwise it's like not committing to Syria, which was, now look what we have. I'm not sure we should have. <laughs> you follow me? I don't know if you're following me. I've probably you're... gone into – you don't know who Syria is. That's my mistake. I know what Syria is. But I think that that, uh, that I'm – you know, I had an interesting upbringing. I did have a, uh, the, uh, the uh, you know, rather unusual – Uh, A
2: Jewish mom. uh, Yeah, that's something I've joked with you about. You have that bit about your mom being in love with you. Remember that bit? Uh,
1: Well, I'm not sure if it was a bit or (laughs) we actually... Were you trying to resuscitate me at the hospital? I'm not sure which it was. And you were yelling, remember your mom, how she...
2: Gary, <laughs> <laughs> snap got... out of it. Well, I am very interested in family. And then Judd told me you had a bit... I think it was Judd told me that you had a bit... When you told your therapist that you, your mom was in love with you, you saw him do something only blackjack dealers do. Which is
1: oh the, yeah, so that's that move, hands. which we can't do on the radio, yeah, but yeah. that blackjack thing yeah. where they show they have no card left in their hand. <laughs> yeah. And it was a, it was a string saying, "That's where we close shop." Yeah, exactly. Uh, and, and there's some truth to that. It's the hardest one to uh, to break. So you know, what's uh, the hardest one to break? The, the dominating and yet <laughs> not always present. Mother, so it's it's very confusing because when it is present, it's dominating. When it isn't present, it's narcissistic. And uh, I wouldn't talk about about it this way if if she she hadn't passed away. By the way,
2: (laughs) so this is out of
1: respect to the 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 dad that I speak speak about. Did
2: you mean physically not there? She would sometimes not. No, none
1: of it has to do with physicality, and none of it much has to do with physicality except in. Uh, physical abuse, Pete. You know, I mean, you know, do you, you have kids? I don't have kids, no. <clears throat> Figures. <laughs> well, because well, I can tell you're having trouble sitting still with me. You're already thinking about your golf game or some <laughs> such thing. Some old-fashioned thing, too.
2: <laughs> no, wait, wait, so physical abuse? You were No, no physical abuse. Oh. So
1: that's what I mean. It's, it, it's, uh, it's all emotional, and I don't know if I'd go, go as far as calling it abuse, which I never do but uh but but I believe uh, that uh, any behavior that causes another person uh pain and trouble that isn't part of the uh, within the range of uh, hey, I'm teaching them how to yeah. be some uh, personal
2: trainer telling you to push is okay.
1: A personal trainer telling me to push is so totally fine. <laughs> I have no trouble communicating with personal trainers. You know I know
2: exactly their role. I, no,
1: just because actually, here's the truth. Those I, I had one that didn't. He, he, he the, uh, they have boundaries. It's about boundaries, Pete. It is
2: about boundaries. It's
1: all about boundaries, buddy. I'm not kidding. It's all about boundaries. I want, if, we, if there was want one lesson we could this. teach, yes, and people don't understand.
2: Well, tell me what it means to you.
1: <laughs> well. <clears throat> It means knowing yourself well enough that you're not demanding something from somebody else that's – that I would then say inappropriate. If you said what's inappropriate, it's it's mostly – it's any emotional craving that you have that you want them to fill your – Oh, I hate to use this word whole because over the years of comedy, it's become an entirely <laughs> different matter, hasn't it? So, uh,
2: but it's knowing yourself well enough that I don't need you to film. You don't head.
1: want a dad. It's the same thing. You don't want a dad with his daughter. To even uh, you got to be careful emotionally that he's not sending out signals that there's another agenda. That you know, the parents that kind of want the, to be friends with their kids. These are all delicate friends. boundaries. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, what was it like in your family? My dad was fantastic, and uh, dadtastic. I never, I never heard of that word, it, but it, it sounds like <laughs> if I had to guess who came up with it, I, I, I would have guessed, and I'm not kidding, I would have guessed you. I would have guessed you, <laughs> and and, a, and 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 one of the Bush brothers, secondly, but with but with, well, with no confidence whatsoever. So. Uh, Your dad think, was
2: dadtastic.
1: Yeah, I think my dad was a good was a was a good normal guy. He had a he had a he had a printing company, Pete, and he was uh you you uh, uh he was present. He was relatively present. I also had a brother who was sick, so that distracted in a good way some of the energy. From me, if I could make any suggestion to somebody who's, <laughs> you rarely see this in in books and such, but I'm very advanced. Have a sick brother. If if, if you can get a if if, if your if you if your parents don't have boundaries, try and get a sick person in there that they can <laughs> that it, it distracts from Defer
2: you. The, the sure, energy. and then
1: it all works out because the sick person gets, which my brother did, got enormous. Care and, and I was happy for that, and it gave me a chance to inhale. Mm. Are you the oldest? Well, I was—I was never the oldest,
2: and <laughs> I'm still not. Uh, it's like he was. It's <laughs> like your joke on your first tonight show. You go, my dad. He's older than me.
1: Yeah, now one? you know what I'll talk to you about about the, about that stuff. What? Uh, but then you know you got you added some of this. I
2: assume I'll never edit it. Is that true? All that meandering at the beginning. We'll, no, we'll we'll start when we some. start. Yeah, you, I, we you, won't edit it, huh? Unless you want me to edit it. Uh, <laughs> I don't like that gap right there.
1: <laughs> so so Pete.
2: I reminded you of The Tonight Show, but we're also talking about... I I
1: think everybody did did this, but you know, when I'd go on The Tonight Show, like that line you you mentioned about my dad who's older than me? Yeah. So that is purely a technique. Uh, I didn't know I was going to say it. Mm. I had a few of those in my pocket, like the way I talk. Yeah. So I didn't want to fall into uh, doing a set of material. Reciting it. I didn't want to fall into reciting it. Yeah. And uh,
2: the very popular Louis would say that the reciting part of your brain is very different from the part that wants to communicate. The two opposite well, sides. Well, Louis's
1: brain is, is has 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 got a jump start to begin <laughs> with. There, I, I wouldn't want to have to get in there, but the fact is, is, and and I just frankly just told a buddy of mine who 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 went on, and his he shall remain nameless, mm. uh, who went on, and I said, you know. Uh, you got to work that audience uh, like an audience in a club, and so you don't want to fall into those. And it's also very old school to stand there and do that. Mm. So I did right from the from the bat. I there's about three or four things in let's say my first Tonight Show that I think I said uh, I wrote some of these. That's also in the first set? Like, it was going well. And I said, I wrote some of these. And you just go, what? And it does, it does, it breaks the set. Yeah. You go, okay, there's the guy's personality. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Am I, am
2: I. No, that's what's If I come through. out looking
1: like a fool in this somehow, and I will protect you. Because it's, it's, it, I never have before. <laughs> so you, you would be. But you're safe and welcome.
2: I, I think that stuff is so interesting. I, I remember, again. And I,
1: and I didn't mean to jump off on that but it it reminded me of that i
2: remember i'll remember to talk about your family that's all i want to talk to you about
1: desperately (laughs) desperately to get you off i haven't heard you talk (laughs) (laughs) i'm curious about your family but i I, i'm serious but it's your it's your it's my time
2: (laughs) it's our time yeah it's our time
1: (laughs) why does that therapy is the thing but you were you a pastor's son
2: no i just look like a pastor no is that true what which is the truth of it uh, no, I was going to be a pastor. That's the truth of it. Yeah. Oh, I see. But your dad wasn't a pastor. No, my dad was an oil man. He is an oil man. Yeah. Well, you can see how those.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> He's been known to baptize people in home heating oil.
1: No, I mean, there's just about nothing
2: worse than an oily
1: pastor. But Don't I... <laughs> make me
2: talk like this.
1: Try and keep me.
2: I'm very. I probe all the guests, but you have done so much work internally. You're open about therapy and stuff. I am interested in in, in your thoughts on, on family. It's it's a tricky thing. You know, I'm 36 years old, and I was the golden boy of my family, and kind of coping with this feeling that I've abandoned my mother. It's something I still have to deal with, even though well, she's a grown woman.
1: <laughs> yeah, so here's, the, here's honestly the phrase that you skip, skipped. Hit it. Even though I'm a grown man. <laughs> That's the phrase you need to say. You said... Even though she's a grown woman is what you said. Yeah. It isn't about her, Pete. <laughs> I don't know why you find that so funny, man. I find
2: it funny that you ta- you tagged it with my name too. It was so directly what I needed to hear. No, it's what I'm here name,
1: to then. I'm here to this is You're we, here should, to help. we should spend some time on this. Yeah. It's not, because not about it's not it's not about her any longer. Sure. Now you, you have to you know <clears throat>
2: But do you have any survivor's guilt? you you were in this. What, what, what,
1: what is your survivor's guilt about?
2: Just kind of getting out of uh, the family, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yes. Like,
1: so here's, here's here you
2: are in your gorgeous house, and I know your mom passed away, but did you ever feel like, hey, I'm I'm on this other side of things?
1: I don't think it's unusual, and I think you know. Uh, and we'll get to all this because I, I assume we have another ten minutes to go. <laughs> is that, <laughs> the whole thing's about consciousness? So, the whole problem in the world is consciousness. We're not conscious, but we'll go back in steps. So, <laughs> e- e- each person should sort of uh, is is here e- even by. Uh, 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 here goes some dangerous words, even by biblical teachings, even by Buddhist teachings, even by many, many teachings, that we're here to discover the sort of God within us. So if you don't take the time in your life to discover who you are, which then goes, it's what they teach in AA programs, it's what they teach in my kitchen. Mm -hmm. If you don't go somehow into yourself and know who you are, then forever you are living out those relationships that uh, may not be doing you any good. And uh, there's no reason uh, were we to say, oh, gee, there's a woman who's a a girl we know whose dad literally batters her or sexually abuses her. There's no way we'd be saying, you know, you should feel guilty and you should stay with your dad. Mm. You're just not equating the abuse, nor nor does uh, nor do many people. That we're just starting to understand this—that the emotional abuse uh, caused by one parent or, or the other doing some kind of behavior that isn't uh, self-aware—you're going to have a problem on your hands. Mm. Uh, <clears throat> same with your friends; you got to watch out. I'm not making a joke. Who you? Who you? Who you hang out with? Mm-hmm. So. You know your your overall drive in this life, and I, and I think I think that I feel this way about you, Pete. And, I, and this is only maybe the second time we've really sat and talked. Yeah, so the audience knows. <laughs> yeah. But you know, I, I get a sense about you, and, and Judd said it to me too, that you're a guy exploring himself, and exploring uh, relationships and what the world is about and what is. Uh, What's going on on here, and how mm. can I? Where are my uh, faults that I need to correct and take responsibility for yourself? There's a great phrase, and I should be able to. I should know the writer who came up with it, but it's um, it's uh, a real man is someone who can give love he never got. Ooh,
2: oh. God, take so a it break stops right you.
1: It stops you from searching for more love and saying, "I'm going to give love." But it, it, but there's a lot of mechanisms in there. Yeah, you know, you could end up suing me a week from now and saying, <laughs> "Well, it appeared he was giving me some kind of therapeutic information." No, that's a good one. Yeah, that's a good one. So no, you have a right. <clears throat> you have a right, uh, and I think. Uh, Oh, the, the guilt of this drives me crazy. I have talked to a lot of people where they, oh, I have to talk. Well, it's my mom, though, or it's my dad. I got to talk to them. Mm-hmm. Not when they're making you, I'm, I'm not saying you run immediately. That's not what we're talking. We're talking down the road, one year after year. Mm-hmm. For some reason, you feel like shit after you, and and, and some of their subconscious activities are to make you feel like shit yeah and your mother wants you to feel hung up on her yeah the greatest mother is uh (laughs) i usually don't go on this long but you're holding up photos (laughs) the greatest the greatest (laughs) If you'd put the photos down, I wouldn't... Is that you at five? (laughs) That's you at five, isn't it? I don't even want to know whose hand that is. But, you know, I'm trying to stop, and yet you keep flipping these cards in front of me, and they don't know that.
2: I don't know what to say, But keep going, please. Subconscious, the greatest mother. You are saying your mom wants you to be hung up on you. Uh,
1: uh, I'm saying there are certain parents that have other agendas that are subconscious that they don't even know about. Yep. So what we get down to with the situation, you're going you're, you're, you're to think this is a, a ridiculous leap, but I'm trying to help you understand, and not help you understand. Because, no, you are. Because, Please help well, me Well, no, I mean, look at how I'm dressed. <laughs> and uh, the thing is, Pete, is... is uh, <laughs> this is... I am. I am. Uh, uh, I have a hundred things to say, and this and this this room is too small. <laughs> so uh, the the trouble uh, th- there's a young congressman in Baltimore, black congressman in Baltimore, and they're going through all that thing in Baltimore right now as we speak today. They had a mistrial, mm. uh, but it, it it doesn't much matter which one you pick. People are upset and this and that. And he was on. Uh, TV, and he was saying uh, how subconscious racism is. Hmm. And so the point of it, uh, and I believe that to be true, uh, and, and I wrote him because I went, you know, not enough people talk about the subconscious stuff. Mm-hmm.
2: As if we know what we want and what we think. You got to dig a little deeper
1: yeah. to be honest with yourself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you do. I
2: I appreciate that compliment. And this is a great. And it's in the. But I can't even. You can't even really. You can, but it's hard to always trust yourself because you're like, I want this, and it's like, do you, or is it what you think you should want, or are you? It's like Memento. Have you seen Memento?
1: I I, I haven't, and and there's a few movies I'm short of, but I mean, I've seen (laughs) a lot of things. I just just about how we can
2: condition ourselves into believing lots of different things. So so, therefore.
1: Uh, most most likely, and I, I'm not interested in the political discussion, is Donald Trump, who seems so so confidently uh, arrogant. Is that a good good yeah. juxtaposition or, or a good combination? Yeah. Of, I don't know that that's hyphenated. <laughs> but the fact is, because it seems like you need another uh, arrogant in there somewhere. <laughs> uh, but what I've learned in my life, and in a painful way, is people who seem... Uh, cocksure and arrogant and uh, and 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 we can bring it down to confident but it's usually a step past confidence i i assume that they they've got something i assume they know something Hmm. i've had i could i could give you a list of how i had to discover they're just
0: why' like us
1: <laughs> no, they're not like us at all, because what they do is they they've 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 done just what you're talking about what you mentioned to me is they've without realizing it usually they've practically hypnotized justified uh, themselves into being a certain kind of person that acts like they know what they're doing, hmm. Because you only have so many ways of getting through this world. The most difficult one, which is why we're here, <laughs> is a sense of truth. Mm. It can't even be discussed. Now, I don't mind us saying, and you tell me. You tell me if this fits, because you're here. It's not coincidental. There's a there's a white wall around this with another fence, and it's kind of got a monastery feel mm-hmm. to it. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and when I started to stand up and stuff, I'd go, camping i mean you have to get away from it or you're going you're going to get lost in it
2: the balance i've i've been saying this a lot lately you know the lord of the, the story of lord of the rings or maybe saw the movie yeah i i think about the ring of power yeah. i think about stand-up. i think about uh gollum being your ego guiding you to destroy the thing that's killing you but you need your ego and you have to love it all this sort of stuff, I keep going back. I saw those movies when they were in the theaters, and now, all these years later, I keep going, there's this tempting thing, there's this powerful thing, showbiz, in our case, that I think can pull you off the path. And when I hear you going camping or, or living in a monastery-type home, that make, that does me good. Uh, well, I'm, I'm glad you feel satisfied. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's so rare. I, I hear you say that does me good. I, you know, I
2: try for that, and it's my pleasure. But I was hoping you it, wouldn't it, harp on that. I know because it is silly to validate something you're just doing for yourself. But for what it's worth, it no, it isn't silly. It's your. It's inspiring, is what I mean. Well, you you came in with
1: it, so you 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 live this. This is why this is why I like you. Is you're. <laughs> So you have to have vulnerability or you couldn't be searching the truth. There isn't one actor, one artist, one uh, human being that you'd like that doesn't have enormous vulnerability. And then you you work at the courage to be both vulnerable and move forward. Yeah, But the idea of not exploring the
2: vulnerabilities leaves you... Well, that's where you get like a Trump-like guy. You iron out the vulnerabilities and you just become the bully. Yeah. And there's security in the bully. I'll, I'll admit, I hate Trump. But I watch him... You ever hear that story about the, the Jews? Uh, I'm sure you have. The...
1: <laughs> no, I don't like the way what the audience didn't get to see, and I don't know that you really have an audience like we're pretending. You and I are—you know, I used to do this when I was 13, sit on the couch with a microphone, and here we are again. Yeah, yeah, Me too. So we'll assume that you've got somebody listening. Yes. But you kind of said something about the Jews, and then you kind of got wide-eyed at me like— <laughs>
2: It would be better as a TV show, is what you're saying. No, I certainly wouldn't say that. (laughs) But there were these... Maybe it was famous Jewish people, and I'd be embarrassed if it was. But uh, it was the Holocaust, and there goes Hitler and all the marching, Third Reich, and everybody's doing the Sig Heil. And the quote was, it took everything inside of me to not put my arm up. Two Jewish people that were, you know, prisoners. I don't know what you would even call that. Well,
1: that's that same... uh... I'm, I'm sure a lot of that uh, – what's that syndrome called that Patty Hearst had when she – Oh, it was Stockholm. Stockholm, sure. I mean, how, who – This who...
2: podcast goes so long, you get Stockholm's syndrome. You get to I, – I, I really don't want to travel.
1: But in any case
2: <laughs> – <laughs> No, my point is, is when I watch Trump, there's an idiot in my brain that goes, maybe this guy's right. It's yeah, a flutter. So
1: let's just... – I, I, I'm
2: not saying he's right. No part of me thinks I'm the one
1: he's one right. Who, I'm, I'm the one who even said earlier – I have fallen for guys like yeah. that who seem to have certain arrogance, confidence. Remember, we were talking, yeah, yeah, yeah. and well, uh, the- that can convince that can convince uh, people. Now it's scary. Oh God, it's scary please. in us. No, the worst part is, is people have already got their sides chosen before they listen. Yeah, that, I hear that. That's the unconscious part. So we're just projecting it onto somebody. So we're projecting it onto somebody. I mean if we were if we were sitting in a place of vulnerability, mm. at least you could say uh i i you know I was on a talk show with with Trump Maybe it was Regis, and he was substituting and i said so you you own the Miss Universe contest right <laughs> and he said he said, yeah. and I said, now, how do you know then that the woman you've got on stage is the most beautiful woman in the universe because there's there's a million stars out there. And I saw his eyes just float away. He didn't know what I was talking about. And the audience started laughing. And I said, so there could be a woman, you know, you know, 250,000 million light years away. That's a knockout. I don't remember really how I did the joke. I don't know how he did the joke, but I was doing it to him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he said, no, no, we scour the earth like he went back. To it. He said, no, no, we, we had the most in-depth... You know, yeah. process of of discovering, and I said yes, but that's on the earth, but it's called the Miss Universe contest, <laughs> and <laughs> and this is years ago, and I thought I wouldn't vote for this <laughs> guy. <laughs> then <laughs> and there, I said it's totally true. I was if next to you ever up. run, I'm not. I, I, I'm not making any. Uh, and I also remember doing stand up when he was uh, whatever Trump Hotel. Was going bankrupt in Atlantic City because Pete. You know I don't have good memory. You you, you can tell I hardly got your name right there. <laughs> is is I was on stage and I remember saying uh, to the audience, you know I have uh, one small request to make that has nothing to do with you guys, but I'd like to be paid in cash <laughs> <laughs> because he was going bankrupt. So. Uh, but I have no uh, – I'd like to not get into any political discussion we, I, while about it. Well, you couldn't talk however, to a worse person
2: about it. I know nothing.
1: Yeah. However, this idea that you have, which I think is nailed yeah. about – scary the
2: arrogance what you can pull off with arrogance i mean i am
1: susceptible
2: to it it's the bully it's the tall fat kid on the playground and he's going like we should pee on this kid's sandwich that's what always scares me whenever there's a movie about children i just watch tree of life or if you watch boyhood or if you watch eternal sunshine yeah there's always a scene of children being governed by some asshole child that's making them like hit a bird with a hammer or tie a frog to a firecracker. So
1: here's here's and I'm, I'm not making a joke. Yes, it, uh, I remember years ago seeing Top Gun. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> now this, these go, these go together. It's the same Please. psychological thing, and I think Tom Cruise is in the plane that does this, and he goes upside down on a Russian fighter, and his and his. Uh, uh, you know, windshield nearly touches the yeah. other Russian fighter's windshield. Yeah. yeah, and they go, "Wow, that's cool!" And he pulls away, and they go, "Wow, he's the hero of the thing." And he's a, and I remember sitting there, and I don't know if I was in my teens. I, I, I really don't remember when that w- when that movie was made, but I remember sitting there going, "You don't really want a guy who does that." <laughs> <laughs> you don't really want a guy who does that because he's dangerous. Yeah, he's like n- a, yeah,
2: he's foolhardy. He's a well, show off.
1: I'm not sure where it's coming from. <laughs> I'll bet you he wouldn't make it necessary. I, I, w- I would know. I would know.
2: You're saying there's a chance he's not a great leader, even though it makes for a good movie. It might not be the right thing. You know, uh, I, I say this with the deepest respect. I, I, I've met some
1: Navy SEALs. I've gotten to know a couple Navy SEALs, and I see what kind of men they are, and I see... Uh, why we do respect them, yeah. and you don't get the you, you get the idea that they can do lots of stuff, but you don't get the idea that they're necessarily out of control, mm. because uh, then you do have uh, what what's the point of the training if you're if you're out of control? Now well, there's it's like, a time and a place. Yeah.
2: It's like what they say about Kung Fu and all the martial arts. It's such a disappointment to children. An old friend of mine, John Barry, had a bit about it. They teach you karate, but they also teach you the discipline to not use it. He's like, what a gyp. You know what I mean? He's like, I wanted to fight people. (laughs) And that's the genius of it. It is the genius of it. They teach you. That's what we're
1: talking about. That's what
2: we're talking about about is some sort of method to get you into the deeper truth because it's so scary and hard to do the work, I think. To dig past these choices of archetypes I'll be the bully I'll be the confident jerk all this stuff and these yeah. guys are like hey I'll teach you how to fight next thing you know you're, you're one with a tree.
1: honestly I had a guy come into this uh, house when I was writing uh, the Sanders show and and he'd written on a couple other shows I didn't know him and he said you know I can write this show he looked, he looked straight through me he said I, I can write this show he didn't have a spec script he didn't necessarily need one and uh, what's funny about this, Pete, because it tells you how <laughs> deeply interested I am in this subject, is I thought to myself, "I've I've just never seen such a confident guy hmm. in my life." And I said, "How do you how do you know you can write this show? Not that it's the most difficult thing to write. No, I'm not saying any of that. But we all how do you yeah and." uh he said I just know I've written this and written this and written this and there wasn't a blink. And I honestly call it self-destructive because there's part of it that is. I hired him just to find out what the truth was. Mm. And within 3 weeks Judd came into my <laughs> <laughs> Judd walked into
2: my office and he said, "You got to get this guy out of the office." Oh, really? Yeah. Because sure. you were just so curious getting so close to such sheer confidence.
1: How can you, how can you, I mean, it's it's only because of our background. If you grew up in the streets, <laughs> you wouldn't buy one line of
2: that shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. You follow me? I understand what you're saying.
1: But I have a vulnerability there when a guy gets really confident. He trumped you. Go, you. He what? He Donald trumped you. Yeah. Yeah, he Donald trumped me.
2: That's amazing. And it didn't work out. I would have, maybe I'm like you, I would have bet... I thought for sure that story ended with, I mean, and that man was Adam McKay or something like that.
1: Yeah. So if you take Adam McKay, who who plays some basketball here, and so I've seen him personally and whatnot. Yeah. He doesn't actually. By the way, he intimidates the hell out of me. He's so smart. Really. I don't know. How, have you 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 know I've, Adam? I've never met him. I've, oh my god. I, think I love his work. Well, he's such a highly, deeply, uh, talented writer with a with a high eye. IQ that's a high IQ, a very high IQ. That this this roof certainly is not capable <laughs> with with holding.
2: But what? Uh, well, how do we? What do you find? But
1: I find with him, yeah. he doesn't. He doesn't need to. He's not flaunting it. But boy, you can feel the energy coming out of his head.
2: Well, everybody that listens to this podcast, we talk about confidence quite a bit. I'm very interested in likability and confidence. They're two fascinating subjects to me. And what Tony Robbins? Here it comes. Yeah, I've been there. Here it comes. Been there, met him. Went down to
1: Fiji. (laughs) Want to hear about it. Coincidental that I met him and so forth. Didn't search him out.
2: Okay. (laughs) Tell that story, but I want to hear what you think about his idea. He says, we don't like confidence, we like certainty. So it's not cockiness. We like a a calm, it's okay, I think I can do this. I think I can do your show. Like, Let's talk about it, but I'm not going to come in and swing my dick around. Well, you're,
1: until that last sentence, I was going to say only Tony Robbins is out of his mind. But <laughs> you're both out of your mind. So you're out of your mind because there's no certainty. That's what's wrong. That's what America's going through the struggle of we want to be 100% secure. We want certainty. People want certainty. Uh, and there hasn't been certainty
2: since the Big Bang.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so, how long nowhere. is it going to take you
2: to learn that? Yeah. Well I just mean a certain degree of personal I understand. Sort of, you know Michael Phelps can be fairly certain that he can swim well. well I think this
1: is a good topic. You're going to have to just edit it because it's always it's a little <laughs> hard for me to articulate, but I believe what that really is is a zen mind. I think that your mind, a zen mind is is one in which you're not watching yourself. Your mind is clear. You've already done all the preparation, all the technique, which is years. You know, yep. there's that book, The Outlier, which says you got and I believe the outlier is a phrase that's become uh, incorrectly used, but that's a different story. I
2: actually use it correctly. I'm an outlier. Thank you.
1: Well, it, that was clear when you walked in, I have to be honest. <laughs> I can't disagree with that. <laughs> and uh uh I, I think Were you that, saying it yep. Uh, well, how it worked for me is 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 uh, a- as well, and a lot of years of study, is you, you get your mind out of your way. Your mind is, your mind, all the bad things happen in the mind, and yet most of the people live in their minds. But if yeah. you start listening to your head, and it takes such discipline, it's why you see monks meditate five times a day. Because they're nothing but human, so if they don't meditate that third time of the day... They lose. They could slip and say, she's hot.
2: (laughs) (laughs) It's a wonderful servant, terrible master. I'm sure you've heard that before. Say it again. The mind is a wonderful servant and a terrible master.
1: Yes, it should only be used as a servant, and clearly my mind is not uh, sharp enough to pick that up the first pass, but... Maybe
2: sharpness doesn't have anything to do with it. It may it, not. It seems it, it, to be...
1: It, 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 maybe I'm tuning out in the right places. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Who knows? Maybe it starts to naturally happen. But yeah. you, you talked about going into the woods with Zen and the art of archery, which I haven't read, but that the archery, the idea of archery seems to be oh. getting out of the way of your mind. Isn't if I have that? a
1: copy, I'll give it to you. Remind me before Please. you go to give you copies of certain I, things.
2: I will. If you could shoot an arrow through it, I would love that. I... I, I <laughs>
1: I don't think it has to do with the technical.
2: <laughs> I just want to read it so I can become a better archer. <laughs> but it, but the idea of the archer needs to practice something till it's rote, till it's in their muscle memory so they can shut their mind off and quiet themselves and be a good archer. I mean,
1: the master lines up, you know, 20 monks at a, in front of 20 targets, and uh, you basically can't leave, uh, figuratively speaking. Yeah. Until the arrow has let go by itself from the string so that the arrow and the target and the bow are all one and you're just standing there.
2: Yeah. Tricky.
1: There's a million guys who use that Zen approach in sports. Yeah. You know, that's why you see Steph Curry... He's, he's, he's always working on his dribbling. I was just talking to someone about his pregame dribbles. It's like you and I, we, we, couldn't, we, we couldn't do the pregame dribbles, let alone be in the dribble. Right. And, then, and then the shooting. And so it, becomes, it does become mechanical. Then the trick is turn the mind off. And then there's that great phrase used in every sporting event, put that last play out of your mind. Hmm. Put that last joke out of your mind, you know. Put that last relationship out of your mind. That's, but it I, takes great discipline.
2: Did you see uh, Creed? I just saw Creed. No, I,
1: everybody has told me to see Creed, and I you know I box like and stuff, so I got to see it. Oh, do you box? Her. Yeah.
2: Well, he keep—it's not a spoiler. He keeps saying one punch, one round, one step. So he's just like just that punch. The
1: other thing that uh, that I like about boxing, similar to that, is, uh, uh, and this will be a little confusing, probably. You, you kind of want to think of it as. Uh, there's no punch, and there's no getting hit. You can't separate the two; it's all one. Because huh. otherwise, you're going to be judging every shot. Needless to say, if you go down, you go down. But otherwise, you're sitting there. If you were trying to judge every punch that's
2: coming back and forth, right? You need it's for. I wonder if the high adrenalized part of that helps you get out of your brain. Someone's literally punching you. I
1: think that the challenge is going back to Navy SEALs, going back to actors, going back. Uh, to athletes uh what zen is and my friend teaches uh uh a zen kind of baseball hitting he has a he has a he has a uh, he has a black belt in karate and as his kids grew up he started to apply some of the karate techniques to hitting a baseball and i'll give you his book he just wrote a book and it's sweeping the kind of I guess this is a horrible, strange phrase. It's it's sweeping the little league field. <laughs> I mean, you can't go to a little league field without seeing his book there. And uh, uh, the idea is is that you are at 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 your point of highest stress. It certainly holds for boxing. You have to be completely calm. It's why you see in the UFC or in certain professional fights in the corner they'll say. Okay, let's slow down your breathing. Let's slow down your breathing. Because mm. the idea is to be completely centered. So when you're in the middle of your doing your stand-up, and I've seen you do stand-up, and, you, and you're doing this, <laughs> you're doing 95% of what we're talking about, I don't think you'll ever get that last 5%. <laughs> so, so... <laughs> And that's kind of the word on the street. Pete. <laughs> <laughs> what a perfect
2: little curse
1: in the middle of a compliment. Yeah. You're not
2: going to get there. You're you're you're
1: uh, you are already doing it. But in, in your stand up, you're so natural.
2: No, oh, thank you. And so uh, So it's trying to slow down your breathing and do something that's
1: You're being yourself. Yeah. You know, these are all choices. You know, we know comics whose whose names we can't who you're holding up now? Then I won't repeat them. Mm. Uh, <laughs> you have this little trick with a board that he <laughs> that he that he holds up. <laughs> we got to get me to talk less.
2: No, this is the best this, episode uh, we've ever done.
1: Well, sure, because you get to sit back and 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 knit,
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: or whatever that is you're doing. This is crochet. That's what I didn't know. I apologize. <laughs> How dare you? Is uh, you know I, I've i'm I'm thinking of someone specifically, but there are types and it would and when it goes to sports, it goes to everything in life right, kind of concocting a persona, kind of keeping that going, keeping the pacing going, yes. keeping that driving seems
2: tiring
1: well, they have a compulsive obsessive drive um But it gets into that confidence area because they appear incredibly confident on stage. Mm. You know, Pete, I hadn't thought of this really uh, since I looked deep into your eyes. (laughs) I have not thought of this. But when I was first starting, I was scared to death. You know, I was uh, never a
2: natural. uh, uh. You're a writer. That's the story. (laughs) Yeah, I'm a a writer. You went up at the Comedy Store in 1973 and Mitzi said, you're a writer. Yeah. And that's speaking to the, what you felt. You didn't feel like a natural performer. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Okay. I, I barely. Well, of course, we disagree. I don't think we need to say that all these years later. But that's who we. Uh,
1: I'm not sure. I mean, I, I'm I,
2: I'm not sure that I'm I'm in fact not a natural. Oh my god! If you weren't the guest, you know what I would say. You know what Gary Shanley always says? He said this to Jerry Seinfeld: "The moment you're comfortable at the party, you won't be funny." Oh my God, that is such a good memory. It, it's we say that. I say that on the podcast maybe and, and every ten. Did, I, did I tell you
1: that? I'm not sure how I heard you say it because I get a little confused. Did you? Did you say you said that to me, and Jerry never heard of it? You
2: said it. How did it go? Oh, I say no, it. Let so me tell you something. It's Seinfeld <laughs> who said it to me. Is that true? Yeah. I knew you were involved, but now you're getting credit, so you win twice.
1: No, I mean I'm sure I repeated it. I thought it was a genius thing. I I, I, picked, I was genius. sitting here and the phone rang, and he was working on a script. Well, there's two funny things there, and I don't think he'd mind me saying this at all. Uh, he, 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 he he was calling me on the phone. He said, "Oh my God!" It, well, this is not his language, uh, but it, but it was like that moment where you he he was writing a script, yes. not for the show. He was writing a different script. He said, "I have forgotten how hard it is to write." So we know everybody feels that way. Yeah. And I said, uh, "Well, I'm sitting here trying to write a monologue. Why that guy can really write? I mean, I've written, I've done the Emmys a couple times, and he's helped me both times with a monologue where he yeah. can just. It's like uh, Wayne Federman calls Jerry a savant when it comes to joke writing. Yeah, I, I don't know. It's, it's the highest compliment, really.
2: Yeah. So and a diagnosis
1: uh yeah and wayne's not qualified for that he's got his own set of problems Uh, so uh but i said to him i just how is it possible i came from this party and uh and then whatever you said he he, it's he's the one who said the
2: moment you're comfortable at the party but the moment you feel like you're a good performer i mean you are a great performer it's been proven time and time again here you are talking about your house. I think it's a good metaphor. You're like I had my comedy store. Uh, that wasn't enough, and then I had HBO, and that wasn't enough. And then you know you had to. Yeah. You're still trying to buy. No, the...
1: I, I'm not making a joke. Have yeah. you have you ever actually seen me be real? Have you actually seen me be bad? So you know what I'm
2: talking about? What do you mean? In what regard? St- in stand-up, where I'm. I've never seen you eat shit. No. Oh I'm... yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I didn't do my research. I it's, should it's, have watched it's just the, in the last bad... it, last
1: couple of years. I had a. Uh, I, 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 I probably should have been on a stage. (laughs) Maybe that that was. (laughs) Oh
2: my God, you sneak these lines in. I don't think I'm sneaking anything. This is what I should have been on a stage. Yeah. So. But that's one of the great things about it, about stand up is it's an unwinnable game, right? Or comedy is an unwinnable game.
1: From. From. What I've experienced—well, look, there's so many—I'm a big fan of a lot of guys that I think are just geniuses. But, you know, there's that part in Judd's book where uh, Chris Rock says Seinfeld sometimes seems— extraordinarily confident because he actually knows he can go in and and kill a room. Right. And, uh, he, I think he does have that feeling. I think it's totally, it's like the comedy award speech where he goes, we can do it. Yeah. He's got a, he's got an amazing, uh, first of all, he's an amazing writer. That's how I know him for, for one way. Yeah. And then, yeah, he's got, he's got actual confidence. Mm-hmm. He knows he has to, I think he knows he has to prepare and he does it Right. So he's ready,
2: but he's a Zen fella too. I mean, or, he, or yeah,
1: I don't know how much. I haven't talked to him a lot about it.
2: But it, uh, it, you do the work. You do the work. Athletic, at least. I, I remember when he did the Tonight Show; he was running all those miles a day. And it came to mind when we were talking about your first. That's Tonight interesting. Show. Yeah, looking at it like the World Series. Yeah, but you were saying.
1: Yeah. You know, I, I've seen Robin Williams jump on stage, and uh, and it's it's shocking to me that he's gone. So that's my whole, that's uh, my era. And mm-hmm. uh, other than other than purely Robin, I've never seen somebody, and I've seen him in different situations many times. A guy who could really go up and I, I improvise like anybody I've seen. There are probably some guys I don't know now. Yeah.
2: I don't know. I, nobody gets that Robin Williams crown. I, I did Conan yesterday. Yeah. I was sitting there in, in the seat, just like that seat. And I was like, Robin Williams, I have to say Robin Williams, I didn't know him. Robin Williams used to like, get up, you know what I mean? Like, do it, go into the audience, you know what I mean? Like, he was off the leash. And I think that, like, that's because they told him he could. No one told him he could. It's just like me, when I go on Conan, I could also be that exceptional. But he was, you know what I mean? He, nobody gave Well, him there's him
1: that other head. thing, Pete. <laughs> that I want to give you permission to do. Seriously. What's, what's that? Uh, do things that people don't tell you you can do.
2: That's what. That's my point is no one told him he could do that. So
1: I'm telling you, as you continue forward, yeah. do some things that you just want to do, right or wrong. You've got to make yourself out of the mold. I, I'm a little of the same way, which is... Yeah.
2: Uh, I'm supposed uh, to sit here and tell anecdotes. E- e-
1: yes. I, I've, I've, I've been there where I went... Well, this is this is editing dead, me, and then you know I'll turn on the next night and Chris Rock is uh, kicking ass and he's phenomenal and he's loose and he's not following any of the rules that I was just told. Yeah. And so that's like life. Yeah. And and you're really uh, you know you're really talented and smart, so you just keep trusting <laughs> I yourself. Like this podcast. Yeah. yeah.
2: <laughs> you know, speaking of acting, I'd like to edit that out. <laughs> You've done, uh, We, Judd and I talk so much about you and, your, and your, your shows and what you've done when we were doing the pilot that we did. You were, you were a real touchstone for us and the acting as well. Your
1: pilot is terrific. I was thinking about it the next day. Well, oh, thank you. And people may not know what we're talking about now. I don't know the order of progression.
2: Yeah, they know that I shot a pilot with Judd. It's terrific. They don't terrific. know that you saw it. I'm I I'm think so you're proud. terrific in it. Thank you very, very much. Yeah. Acting, which you've done some of, speaking of the way that Robin or Chris Rock is...
1: Some of is the correct phrase. <laughs> that's the truth.
2: I'm really struck, and this is going to sound very obvious, with how much it's just kind of up to you. But when there's cameras rolling, there's you have to get over this hurdle of you're wasting everybody's time. What if the scene is you and I sitting on this couch, and then my big idea is that at some point I knock your hat off? You know what I mean? Yeah. What if that's wrong? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Oh, no, no, like, no, 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 no. But you now, have to get that out of your So head. you need to be now in your
1: Zen mind where your instincts are working. You that's want it. your instincts to be overworking your mind. And that's a hard so thing clear to your your mind. Yeah, so start now. I mean, your work looks like it. Your mind is clear.
2: No, the, I, I got there, but that was what was tricky. That's what surprised yeah. me about acting was that, I, this is going to sound so stupid, but I'm going to say it the way my brain was thinking okay. it. It's weird that no one tells you what to do. <laughs> <laughs> like, no one
1: tells you how to do it. Well, here's why. You just do it. First of all, I mean, you just shot this with Judd, right? Yeah. Uh, so so Judd, Jud, uh, the delightful Judd uh, mm. Apatow, will not uh, force you to do something that isn't organic for you. Right. Uh, now, I, I have a very limited range. It's, a, it's just a fact. I have a very limited range. I was told that in the second grade. <laughs> So the fact is, (laughs) they go, you don't want to play. Uh, And I didn't even know what they were talking about. about, (laughs) Read this. I can't. I can't read. So I have a limited range. So, but if you will let me be and find in the scene uh, my impulses working in the scene, you know, I might be able to give you something you can use but it it certainly isn't going to be uh like a certain actor who comes in with enormous range and chops and does it that way mine is it's just a different technique that's still valid but if I were to meet a director which I have who wants me literally to put my left hand there and my right hand there and I think that they're they're uh, allowed to direct that way and then Say this, and then take your hand off, and then touch that. Mm. Uh, I have a little problem because I'll get, I'll just get Robotic. I, I fall out of myself. I mean, yeah. you, what you want to catch is my uh,
2: beginner's mind. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. Is that what you meant? I said that like. Yeah, you know,
1: I I kind of hate to talk. I've never talked about this, so. Uh, I don't know if I want to talk about this, so give me a... <laughs> can I get a compress of some kind, like a cold compress?
2: You don't want to dissect the bird? Is that it? You I think to... I
1: don't want to dissect the bird. I had someone who you would we'd all really respect. Yeah. Who I was doing a scene with. Uh, a, a generation uh, 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 slightly ahead of mine. Hmm. And I was doing this scene with her, and it would be somebody you would... Uh, like I said, uh, respect. Like I mm-hmm. was kind of intimidated, but I I only knew one way to work. Mm-hmm. And uh, after a few takes, I looked at her and I said, I, I just can't act, right? And she said, no, she said, um, you have to work with a director that lets the camera find you. You can't be forced to find the camera. Mm. And um, I'm still not sure if uh, – I think I know what that means. But I've had some bad luck. Any time I've gone outside my own projects, hmm. I mean, I mean, other directors that I work with and such. But if I go off and do another project, boy, they they—it's still an old school kind of directing. Like like you just said, you did your pilot, and you weren't given a lot of notes because you kind of had the right instincts, and I'm sure you were helped a little. But otherwise, we want you to be you. Judd was it.
2: very elegant that, and uh-huh. instinctual. Yes. He was all gut. And I really think that's a high compliment. Yeah. It's when someone's just, that's Zen mind right there, and that's trusting himself, but being in the moment.
1: I had a great uh, teacher named Broad London. I'll give you that. His know, DVD, Boyd. he passed away, but. I don't know, Broad. <laughs> What you're trying to say is you know his DVD. I don't. I don't is, even. It's which a, is that slightly different than knowing the actual yeah, it's person. It's a stupid joke. You no, it knew isn't, this guy. It isn't as stupid. <laughs> it, it certainly didn't hurt my feelings because uh, because I was ready for you. Yes. So, uh, but he's able to break down the history of acting. Like, oh, all of a sudden, man shows his emotions, and that was a big thing in the forties. Yeah. Now it's like uh, you want to show your vision of the world within your acting. Yeah. And then it becomes uh, uh, very free. It's becoming freer and freer. I mean, uh, I see great acting.
2: I, yeah. see, I see really great acting. I feel like the standard's going up. I feel like even my mom knows what bad acting looks I think like that's now. right. You know what I'm saying? She's 74. And yeah. she can be like, hey, I'm not buying it. <laughs> you know what I mean? I don't think it was always that way.
1: Yeah, well, you've got two things going on there. You've got your mom and the original issue. <laughs> My mom used to lean over and said... Uh, I took her to see some comedian. I don't remember who it was. And she said, He should be moving his feet more and his hands more. Uh, and I thought, What's the clearest exit out of here? <laughs> you know, and I'm editing myself on the uh, terrorism jokes. Okay, go on.
2: <laughs> um, well... You brought moms back up. I was going to ask you about your open, open heart and how you are with romantic love. It's an interesting thing. Have you ever been married?
1: Well, it's certainly not uncomfortable.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> I've never been married. I've never been close to getting married. I had a girlfriend who uh, you can look up online, and, uh, yeah. you, you know, she's, she said... Uh, If you give me a ring, I will change.
2: That's what she said? Yeah. Uh, Am I supposed... Is this a famous relationship? No. Okay. No. What did that mean? What does that mean? What does that mean to you?
1: What would you do? What would you advise me to do? uh, Seriously.
2: That the ring doesn't change anything. That's what I would say. Right.
1: Yeah. So unlike the guy... Very much like the guy who was arrogant and said, I can write the show. Yeah. I thought, okay, well, this is my last chance because I just can't. I'm right on the line. And I gave her the ring, and it was worse the next day. Oh, boy. So it wasn't even technically an engagement. And nor am I proud of that uh, story. But I do think of the way uh, that I was uh, raised. I never grew up thinking I want to be – married i never had that sense of family or anything Mm. Uh, it was more of a sense of i gotta get out of (laughs) here
2: seriously you know it's too bad i'm not not really too bad literally where my mind goes is i'm like i wonder if it's some sort of past life thing where you oh no there's no no,
1: i've already it's funny you said that pete because the other day i wrote something down about i think it's the fourth uh, previous life that really did the damage. The so, the yeah, <laughs> <side>. <laughs> I did. I wrote, I wrote something like that down. Uh,
2: <laughs> it wasn't in my past
1: life. I don't think it's... It was this, four ago. It, it can't be ago. It can't be just from this.
2: I just think it's interesting how we have this kind of... Forget past lives. We don't need to get into the mystical right. reality of things. I'm just saying it's interesting how we're predisposed. Even if it is just genetic, you were not attracted to the idea... Of this thing that a lot of us have bought into, or or think we buy into.
1: You know, I was an, I was anti-establishment from the beginning. It sounds like a, a joke in some way, but I mean, I I was a hippie. I was anti-establishment. Hmm. I thought, uh, uh, I was I was I was I was way ahead of who the man was. I knew I had a sense of who the man was. I knew something was false in the country. I didn't like the materialism, mm. uh, and so I had untraditional values, except for artistic values, which is consistent mm-hmm. and uh, very strong artistic values. I wouldn't be doing it if I didn't think I had something artistically to say. And and you've seen me uh, not do much uh, work lately because I'm not I'm not sure what I want to do. Mm. So. Um, I just didn't grow up and I would, I've had therapy my whole life. And I said, I'd say to the therapist, I said, I'm telling you, I just don't sense that happening. So we worked on, uh, my opening at the comedy store. Well, we worked on, well, no, I'm sorry. We worked on, so I had to work on myself first because I was, I wasn't the man you'd want to. Wasn't solid enough, like I said, to be
2: married. You'd if you have, don't want to be with you, why would you impose? That I on think
1: someone's. that's true, and I also think, you know, there was all that confusion about what you're supposed to get from the other person, and what are they? And I've, I had many relationships that were. Uh, I was going to say juxtaposed, which I think means something else altogether. <laughs> 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 it somehow means I'm the. I think I'm the. Well, I'm the. I'm the wife or I'm the, we we can't even get into, I can't, I don't even know which gender jokes I can do anymore because I think I I somehow live them all. But the fact is, through relationships, is I always thought it should be two people finding, struggling to find themselves with the help of the other person.
2: Yes, waking up together.
1: Which is really
2: love. That's really what love is. So Well, you know what Ramda says, our tell boy
1: yeah You need to tell, talk some now.
2: Okay, so no no no, I don't want to talk. This is great. Um he says that when you're when you say I love you to somebody, really what you're saying is you are the vehicle which takes me to the place where I am love. So it's not it's like I they I think un- that's very well said. They unlock in you that that place where you are love. And that's what So either because of
1: uh you know, I do stand on stage uh, Pete. <laughs> Pete, you prefer Pete? I do stand stage uh. in the middle of nothing. I'll say, you know, I'm not married, and it certainly isn't my uh, fault. It isn't my problem. It has nothing to do with me. And I don't know why they laugh. Yeah. Right?
2: That's funny,
1: though. So I'm accepting that either... I'm accepting all responsibility,
2: but you sure have your mind around it. It sounds like, like what? What did you think was unfair to expect out of relationships? What? What mistakes were you making?
1: Uh, I have a little saying that all I ask of a woman is that she know herself.
2: Is that real? Yeah, that's a great yeah. requisite. And
1: I, and I expect the same of myself in in response. Right. Uh, so that when you get to an actual problem. You're coming from the idea of further understanding, hmm. uh, but if I describe the relationships uh, I've been in, it, it's it's going to sound uh, old school and uh, well that I picked the wrong uh, a woman, which I might have done. Hmm. And uh, <clears throat> do you tend
2: to attract the same type of person? Or is it always a grab bag?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Halloween's a great time for me. (laughs) I don't know what that means.
2: A grab bag? No, I think
1: I'm a conscious guy who's doing the best he can. I I don't know. I came out of a... uh, You know, I really did come out of a difficult... uh, childhood in regards to that and i've been trying to figure it out my whole life so you know i i i think there may be one relationship still that i have left it's certainly not going to be one of those long traditional ones pete where we were looking down the road and figuring out how many grandchildren we're gonna have but it could be great and then you know not too long and then they get everything <laughs> but that's how it is it's like i always thought like uh, what? How's it working now to further your life? Mm. And so that seems to leave me out of the picture. It doesn't mean I can't commit. It means I can't commit to a to a bad series. Mm. If it's I a, may
2: use that, it's another Seinfeld. I'm filled with Seinfeld quotes today for some reason. He's like, people say, "Why don't I do movies?" And he goes, "If you do a bad TV show." That's a bad week of your life. If you do a bad movie, that's a bad year of your life.
1: He so, once he also said to me it's uh, something like uh, dating is like playing checkers. He said marriage is like chess. <laughs> I, I don't know exactly what that means, but but
2: uh, I think we kind of get it. Yeah, but you're you're. It sounds to me something that you said. You're open to whatever it is. Another great Ram Dass. He Please. talks about how. We want to minimize pain and maximize pleasure, and we want to push away discomfort, and we want to welcome in the high and push away the low. And then he goes, the enlightened person says, I will eat it all. I just love that phrase. I say it to myself maybe 30 times a day. I would get it tattooed if I were a tattoo person on my wrist just because every time I think it, it it makes me happy. Like today we got a a fridge delivered and they couldn't take the old fridge out because we couldn't move a car because the battery died and it wouldn't even go into neutral so we couldn't push it because the transmissions... I didn't notice. And I'm just in the car and literally like a movie, I actually thought, I was like, if I ever have to act frustrated, remember this moment. So I'm kind of like writhing in the car and I'm like, fuck! And I'm like... And then I remembered, it's all... I'm not saying everything has a meaning but you can give everything a meaning. And every little moment... Is is another opportunity to use it for your awakening. For, yeah, to, to Pema Children. The-
1: Chod- uh, you know Pema Chod- Children? No. You don't know Pema Children? Is this another book? She lives next door. <laughs> she's
2: She lives. No, she's. Yeah, no, no. The Pema effortlessly Ch- funny Pema Children. To, to a commercial. No. Effortlessly. <laughs> Everett, run. Look how trained I am. I know. You put the mic down. You were ready to go. Y-
1: you know, a woman would never have to say no to me. She <laughs> just needs to say, we'll be right back, and I'll ah! stop. <laughs> ah! 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 I've never had that Cosby thing. I tried to do, uh, yeah. The
2: Cosby thing? What's yeah, that?
1: I'm, I'm not nothing. I was on stage with Judd, and I said, you know, look. Judd, I've had a robe on and taken something to go to sleep. There was just no woman there. That doesn't make me like Cosby, does it? <laughs> but you're still concerned. Yeah, I'm so guilty. Like, family. oh, my God. Yeah. So uh, Pema Chodron is another uh, Buddhist uh, monk, nun. And uh, if I can get back to what you just said, because it was a, it was a follow-up to what you yeah, yeah, said. Yeah, yeah, I
2: will eat it all. Is Everything's an opportunity to see it. Every single way. thing,
1: instead of backing away and trying not to be hurt by it, and this and that, is to stay, stay silent, feel the feeling that you feel, mm-hmm. absorb yourself in that feeling, <clears throat> and wait
2: it out a minute. Mm-hmm. But the resisting is the pain.
1: Yeah, you know, I, I should give you that. I mean, it's totally what her, her yeah. books about. Yeah. it's the resisting; it's a pain, and certainly I'm guilty of that. I mean, I well,
2: just... Ramdas again. He says uh, the degree to which you're pushing against anything is the degree to which you're not free, and I, I think that all the time. I, I'm not a good uh, marijuana smoker, but I smoked some marijuana recently. Yeah, and it made me. It made me a little bit like I was still high when I went to bed, and I didn't like it. And it was the resisting that feeling that was, you're you're a good hippie. I don't know if you've done any psychedelics, but there are a lot of little mantras that help those, but they help in life, which is just say yes to what's happening. It's like, it's okay. It's it's not the weird tingly high feeling that I had. It was the fact that I wanted it to be over. That's right. But as soon as I surrendered and just said, Pete, you're high. It's going to go away. It's okay. It went away right like that, like that. And that's how I feel about when I'm in the car. If I learn to say yes to what is, I'm I'm much better. And that's what you're saying.
1: Yes, and I would add to that... I I could have said it longer. See, I think you did it great. <laughs> I would have dragged that out until you know.
2: Well, I'm just quoting other people.
1: No, 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 That's no, no, not, not not quite. It's coming through you, but the fact is, first of all, I I couldn't I can't do psychedelics. Couldn't do them when I was young. Never did them. My brain chemistry is such that I can't have handle any speed, mm. and. uh so I have many stories about uh, uh, starting in some small manner to try it and never getting far at all and it's like just which, small... it would be what you'd picture to be which is me looking at the expert and saying what what is it what's happening now and he said this this is what you were worried about uh, <laughs> uh, uh. so I never I I envy people who did uh, who could do uh uh, uh psychedelics I've yeah. I've been with them when they Trip. Although I will tell you that the danger in that is that they don't—they don't immediately. Uh, this is—I have no right to say this. Write down their perceptions, hmm. uh, and then they forget them, mm-hmm. and then they forget them. But I mean, I do think it's a good way to open is- up. Is Ramdas? Ramdas Ram just blew his mind out, didn't yeah, he? Yeah,
2: hundreds of times, hundreds of times. The most eloquent. Professorial type yeah. guy who was yeah. just like, on my 1000th. It's just of, funny of, that of, he of, and
1: Timothy Leary closed themselves in a room for like a a week or yeah, something yeah, in a yeah. house. And if, is- if you and I did that, it would be maybe a little pot and then mostly just <laughs> complaining or working through this.
2: I understand the 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 psychedelic uh, hesitance. You know what I mean? It's not for everybody. It, it,
1: it scares me, but also I've had a doctor say to me, you, your brain cannot handle. Uh,
2: speed. Literally, the gray matter of your brain, or he meant the diagnosis of your personality.
1: Well, that's a good question because I didn't, <laughs> I didn't, uh, I, I didn't split it, but it sounded like he really knew what he was talking about. Was he
2: a neurologist or was he a talk therapist? I was online too.
1: <laughs> 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 I think it has to do something. Here's going to be a, uh, a Pete. <laughs> Follow it. My Gary. my issue, dude, isn't that. <laughs> I need to crack my ego open. My issue is actually, I need to strengthen my ego. Mm. So, I, I mean, in
2: general. What does that look like for you? Uh, Where do you wish you had a beefier ego? Uh,
1: there's just, I'm happy to discuss that with you, but. It's just a few layers, but I'm happy to discuss it with you. I just I probably need to get a snack. <laughs> 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 I'm I'm actually using up a lot of you're using. You you know, you're excellent at this. <laughs> and you know, I'd like you when you're done to destroy my house. <laughs> I think you could just ask wall- questions to the walls until they fall. So so, so Pete, what I wanted to kind of add in is it's funny that you met Ram Dass. Because, yeah. you know, I Skyped with Judd with Ram Dass. I saw some of that. And then uh, I've hung out with Thich Han. So this is just a Zen conversation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I introduced Thich Han at the Library of Congress in 2003 or something. And uh, I have a smile on my face because... I can't quite describe, and I have monk friends. So I have a monk friend. I love that you have
2: monk friends.
1: Yeah. Well, look at the place. <laughs> <laughs> when you come in, you go, it's filthy in here. <laughs> have you had a bunch of monks? So he's got, like, my my buddy, he, he's Vietnamese. He's about 40 years old. He's got a high IQ, and... He's got the shaved head and the robe and all. He's got a place in Thailand. He's got a monastery. Mm. So he's got—he's burned. He's burned in ceremonies. The first knuckle of his—help me, Pete. This oh, is the uh, uh, pinky. pinky finger. Then the one next to it, which would be the ring finger, so to say. He's burned down two knuckles.
2: Like no finger, he's burned his fingers off. Uh,
1: there's nubs there I've at the, at the first talk knuckle. About this guy, huh?
2: I have, Judd t- told yeah, you about Judd's this guy. Yeah, Judd's told
1: you about this guy because I think... He his fingers off. Well, he well, it's not for a living. <laughs> but he, he he's done this in <laughs> ceremonies, which I get. So I said to him, because you're going, okay, what kind of nut am I with? You might ask. Sure. I think that's what Leslie asked Judd, by the way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and... uh. Actually I said to Jerry I was telling him about this monk and I said so he dips his fingers in hot oil cuz this is his commitment I said I know you think a wedding ring is a big deal but <laughs> <laughs> I said he's making so, it impossible to wear one Yeah so he's got this so then he holds up his finger and he watches he watches it burn as the oil hot oil is flaming he watches the tip of his finger burn as a as two things So you can visualize impermanence Mm. right then and there. You're seeing the body disappear. Mm -hmm. Uh, Number two, it it is a commitment to this path. Now you go, okay, this is some weird guy, right? So he's (laughs) Vietnamese, he speaks broken English, uh, and I said to him, did it hurt? (laughs) And he said, yeah, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> like a regular guy. He's like,
2: yeah. And but he didn't flinch or anything. I'm I assuming. wasn't
1: there when he did it. Mm. Uh I would imagine him to be stoic.
2: Yeah. It would be a disappointment if he was just running around screaming.
1: Yeah. That would be life. that would be more of an arson situation. <laughs> <laughs> but you know,
2: I feel like people don't talk about it enough, the monk that lit himself on fire in protest of the of the of the war. He put that the same monk who This is who the finger monk. Yeah, who
1: and you're talking about monks who light themselves and such? Yep. So he gave me that and, and I'm not big on um I can't tell you what that emblem is except what you'll notice is and I have this I have him putting it together on videotape. I put it at the end of one of my DVDs. Is he's 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 down there with his robe and he's putting that whole thing together which is hands in all directions, yeah, right? Yeah. yeah. It's three hundred and sixty degrees hands. of hands. Yeah. And I said, "So, so, 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 what, 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 what does it symbolize?" He said, "It's extending hands of compassion in all directions." And I said, uh, "Even to the enemy." And he said, "The only enemy is ignorance." Hmm. It felt like a Bob Dylan kind of moment because. Uh, I don't think he understood me, <laughs> but I think the fact is, is if you really think about what that says, it goes back to our consciousness question, which is, the issue with this world, we can get it down to the Middle East, and we can get it down to gangs, and we can get it down to guns, and we can get it down to everything. It's a consciousness issue, which is too big for anyone to tackle, but... The the only actual ignorance is you don't understand the impermanence of the world, and you're killing yourselves for no reason whatsoever. I, we can't even talk about this. Will be no.
2: I understand. I'm tracking. Yeah, I'm tracking with you. <laughs> okay. I well, this is Buddhist. The, the the only kind of there's two types of ignorance. There's like just like not knowing things, and then there's not knowing who you are. And so and, this
1: would be more not knowing the the illusion of this life because
2: uh hey the power just oh, the came on just like not knowing the How illusion of that? this
1: life <laughs> people probably forgot that we weren't that we had no we power were we're sitting here we're sitting powered. here with batteries cuz they could give a shit they're in their house with all their lights on and <laughs> probably playing video games i imagine as we're, <laughs> while we're talking Pete, how can I help make this more interesting for you? No, this is very. I'm not interesting kidding. It seems like there's something. <laughs>
2: it seems like no. Uh, that's my fault as a host. If you're feeling unentertained, unentertaining. Is she a good uh, Katie? Is she a good feedback? Yeah, Katie loves it. Look, because <laughs> I mean, you know, I go look at Katie. She so look
1: it. at Pema Children. Now, here's what I do sometimes. This is a secret is uh I think this is hilarious it's on iTunes radio is Pema Children has lectures Ramdas has his lectures They're great lectures uh so you know them all no and, i know and them. i understand Judd told me you introduced you you interviewed Deepak Chopra is that true yeah so i have never met uh him
2: deepak chopra
1: yeah I well, ha- I know is music, now that you say it that way. <laughs>
2: so what is this? I want you to stay on the on the issue of consciousness. I think that's very interesting. And here's how I'd like you to stay on it, because if we do want to make it entertaining and, and uh, consumable, how do you make it entertaining and consumable to yourself? Meaning, uh, what are your mantras? What well, are the things you Well, here's the you? challenge
1: you've given me, which is good for, because it's comedic as well, is I'm struggling right now with how to present this on stage, because... Mm. You go on stage and you start talking about consciousness now many times i've gotten dead quiet on stage and there when I have the audience when mm-hmm. I have the audience and then i 'll get dead dead silent and they'll get quiet and there's a quiet gap in that room and uh it's a little bit of a squirrely feeling for everybody i think mm-hmm. and i said well let's uh I said, let's do that again, because I think the truth is in that silence. Mm. Now, mind you, you're going to tell me where to take this, because I haven't filled it in yet. (laughs) And they'll get quiet again, and you'll have the same quietness, and I'll say, that's where the answers are. It isn't going to be in this constant jabbering. Everybody's got to—our world needs to shut the fuck up for a second, (laughs) right? (laughs) (laughs) Because— I can't love you if you're yelling at me continually. Mm -hmm. And if you're yelling all of these things and people have all of their things. I'll tell you,
2: Krishnadas, who just did the podcast as well, he has this great quote. He says, you can't break out of a prison made of thought with more thinking. So here's what I have. uh, Yeah, give me uh, yours.
1: No, no, no. It it isn't... uh, (laughs) uh, (laughs) I was I wasn't going to try and follow Krishna Das. <laughs> <laughs> Although, between us, I did see Richard Gere on after the Dalai Lama, and I thought that was a bad choice. <laughs> and if and if Richard is listening, he's a lovely man. Yeah, sure. He's a, a good man. Good man. You, you but just, you can't follow the Lama. You don't want to go after the Dalai Lama. You follow
2: a Lama, you're going to step in shit. That's what I Someone, say.
1: Someone grabbed me. I was. I went to see... Someone grab you? No, no, you're right If you followed the llama too close she would step in the (laughs) switch
2: Gary resigned Little reader No, no, I
1: I I went back to catch up
2: (laughs) Is there anything else
1: I've drastically missed That's that that, 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 good (laughs) No, no, no That's my one I I apologize, you owe me one No, no, no no. (laughs) Um, You know I would never hurt you, really Of course So (laughs) <laughs> I would only hurt you. Uh, I would never hurt you. Um, there's a thing called tough love, <laughs> and that's when the monks will conceivably hit a... A master will hit a monk with a board.
2: I think that could happen yet. Today. Uh, I have heard of that. Yeah, I've heard of uh, masters doing that to monks because they're not being fully present if they're not, like, That's right. alert. It's like I shouldn't have been able to hit you with a board if you were really being in the moment. How many people did you
1: think <laughs> off, uh, off the top of your head right now? Could we hit with a board? Yes, and, and don't name them. Unless you care to, that's your, <laughs> that's your list. I'm not naming my list, but are you telling me you oh, don't know 10? I know 10. I mean, 10 I know 10. I've tried to help, and they're not going to get it until <laughs> something happens.
2: It is hard to uh you're trying to do it on stage it's hard to uh, whenever I read something, wherever I do it or whenever i uh find something like it's impossible to break out of a prison made a thought with more thinking i'm the guy that wants to go and tell people that, but I also have to learn that a lot of people don't don't want to hear that or don't care to or do, that doesn't mean that, that,
1: that's the that's the real resistance I agree with that um I'm working my way up to Pete if I want to really do it. I mean, if I was giving you advice, I'd say, no, no, man, just go out there and be yourself. And, and I am not—I don't quite have that mm. feeling yet because I'm trying to get some thoughts across. Mm. Uh, but there was something else I was going to tell you, although I'm not sure it was you.
2: <laughs> you were saying, uh, this country is, needs to shut the fuck up. I can't love you if you're yelling uh, at me. You're good. You, you're good. You, you're <laughs>
1: You don't even need the recorder. You could go home and recite the whole fucking thing, couldn't you? If the fact be known.
2: I'm like Capote. I can do that. Yeah. That's so good. I do want to know, what do you have little things that you remember, that you try to remember that keep you grounded or keep you present or keep you sane? Uh... Um, or did you want to go back to that thing I just reminded
1: you I was about? trying to think of the thing you just reminded me of, but it had to do with... Uh, but I'm a- I'm happy to answer that. But I don't think any of this should be in sequence. <laughs> uh, I think it should be a a, a, a... a kind of a challenge, kind of a non-linear challenge. Yes. That's what I do. I challenge, you to, I challenge you to a non-linear... Well, you could do that in a snap. <laughs> so uh i remember the old days a non-linear challenge to this improv or something might be a, a, an interesting idea but yeah. now 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 it's, it's it's those days are gone by <laughs> do you have a tissue <laughs> <laughs> okay so listen man listen uh no you'll tighten this right you got to tighten some of this
2: how long is your podcast uh, how long have we gone katie all right, so at 90, I ask you about God. So that's where we're at. But we use all but, of
1: it. Okay, but that would, But the thought was, now I see. So I think the thought was, you know, here's a there's Someone gave me a phrase, I think it was an acting teacher, who said, uh, oh, I should pull out that little book of Roy London's. He's a genius. Uh, God is the camera. So, if you are camera shy or anything mm. else, if there's anything else you don't want to show that you're afraid to show to God, then you shouldn't be on that set. hmm, hmm. freeing stuff like that, interesting, and nothing a director needs to know that's your own technique but um hmm. so I constantly need stuff like that. But how I constantly ground myself i there is something I wanted to to mention to you that you went you were back on it wasn't Krishna das. Here's what it is. These phrases that are so great (laughs) that we've discussed back and forth today, Krishna Das and Ram Das says, Mm -hmm. and you can go to the Bible, and I've talked to a pastor about this uh, very directly. And I said, you can go back and look at Jesus's quotes, and they're fantastic. Mm Mm-hmm. How do you get the people to understand the idea of living that way? That's the big leap. Mm -hmm. So that's the big leap you're making as an artist, is to leap into the behavior on stage that suits those phrases. Otherwise, you're locked in your head, people saying those phrases, and they hear them. They don't land. You've got to integrate them. So the reason that there's uh, meditation, for one is that you've got to get that integrated into your body, so your body is living that way. So you are living, whether it be how Jesus uh, says, or as we know, Buddha says, don't listen to me, basically, Mm -hmm. uh, and uh, Ram Dass and, and, and the others. How do you make the leap from the words into actually integrating it. I mean, I guess it's an actor's challenge, quite frankly. Mm. And I think that that, uh, that's the biggest challenge, so that the meditating comes from silencing the mind or letting the mind be. And what you realize, if you've done all the work that you're talking about, laying in all these phrases, it's like a baseball player, that's the baseball player learning how to hit his pitch when he's a boy, learning how to, learning what, what a breaking ball is, learning what the pitcher looks like when he does that. Same, same with football. You get the idea, right? Mm-hmm. That at some point you want to still your mind and let those ideas live in you. Is he, is it, is he living in you?
2: Mm. Not an intellectual grasping, yeah. but an infusing. Now can
1: you behaviorally grasp it? Right. So, you know, there are those act- acting exercises that you do on a scene where you actually don't say the words. You might say blah, 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 blah. And you realize you can still convey the scene. Mm-hmm. I'm always fascinated on an airplane where I don't put the headphones on and I'm watching the screen. Yes. And you can totally, am I right? Yeah. You can see what's real and what isn't real and what's yeah. happening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you do not need words yeah. as much as the world thinks we do.
2: hmm Interesting.
1: Yeah, that's a big thing. Because the answer, the, the, the truth is in the spaces, in the quiet. Mm. But to trust that...
2: Well, that goes back to the the loud bully. Yeah. <laughs> Would rather have the words. Would rather have the guy that says, "I can You know, I, I've always said for
1: many, 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 many years, uh, I don't know why someone hasn't done uh, a political commercial where the candidate... Is sitting there quietly for thirty seconds.
0: Hmm.
1: Let him sit there for <laughs> or maybe it's fifteen. I'm not. I don't have it. <laughs> but it. You know, no
2: one's used to that. Mm-hmm. I, I don't really don't want to hear the bullshit. <laughs> Do you? When I'm on Facebook and I don't have the sound on, I, I've seen Bernie Sanders just sitting there. You know, there might be voiceover. I, I don't know.
1: I've always found that, in fact. So the first. X minutes of a, 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 a before they actually are up on the air mm. tells you everything.
2: Mm-hmm. It's like a stand-up. Yeah, you know when they hit the stage, you have so many thoughts about them. Yeah. yeah. Well, specifically about God, because we are at the ninety-minute mark, and I don't want us to just slowly fade. I think. Uh, so
1: you have to figure out how to talk about it, or it isn't. Uh, Corny, because everybody has what they believe is their own God. So you want to send me in one direction or another? Cause,
2: well, you know, it's a silly place to start because it's so blunt, but we always talk about death. <laughs> like, what do you think is death, and do you yeah, think it's just the so end? Let
1: me, let me assure you, and this isn't a joke, As, as uh, the older I get, the, the more often I think, am I, are we there yet? <laughs> <I> <laughs> Meaning
2: you are ready, or just this is a long trip?
1: Uh, both. Both. Really? Yeah, it's like it's like if you were on a car trip going across the country or something, and you, as you get closer, you can sense that
2: you're getting mm. closer. Uh, I've heard uh, the oft mentioned Jerry Seinfeld say similar things. Uh, he's like, "When it's time, I'm ready." I, fits, I don't know what everybody's him. talking about life is long he has a great bit where he goes life is long if you could cut out the movies the video games yeah. and the waiting in line you, it would be like a wedding yeah. your birth a couple birthdays He's so good and then you get out of here i used to
1: say life is short but not short enough <laughs> which makes the half the audience free because i guess they think that's a negative in some fashion it's really funny it's really funny
2: so you feel an equanimity towards it. That's a, that's a good beginning to the answer. I,
1: I have a God that I have a God that uh, we, we we could we, we could we could think of most closely in a, in a Buddhist sense, which is there's certainly far more going on here. I have no doubt. Uh, I've had certain experiences, and uh, to be honest, to be honest with you, Pete. In the other room, I have a trunk, uh, which I just discovered uh, recently, uh, because I haven't been in all of my house before.
2: (laughs) Seven bathrooms—that's a lot.
1: Yeah, that that guy's crazy, man. (laughs) (laughs) At least the guy'd have an even number. (laughs) So he says. So so I go in. So I have all my journals from the time I was twenty-five. Wow. And the journals are all about uh understanding that this path you and I are talking about now is the most important thing in life and the show business or anything else is secondary. So uh I started meditating at 25 which is many 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 years ago and people were making fun of it. They'd go Shanley's going they did this is before there were Buddhas in the windows mm. at the, in Beverly Hills, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh Uh, I would go out and meditate. So I, I, for instance, uh, let's say the first time I hosted the Tonight Show. uh, So we get to this confidence thing. So I had never hosted anything. I'd I'd been on the Tonight Show like five times. And that's within a two-year period. And before that, I was at the comedy store. Before that, Mitzi was saying, you're not ready. So it's not a long span of time in which I had to build up some... Kind of crazy momentum, confidence-wise. So, what's in my journal is the only way for you to do this is to become one with the Tonight Show. Hmm. And anything that I've done artistically is a reflection of the what we'll call an Eastern philosophy, a Zen philosophy. But it 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 it, it broadens out. And th- and that's what guides me. And so I knew. I remember how scared I was when they called. And so I said, "Okay, I'll get those nerves out." And then uh, I had to start thinking of how, how do I write a monologue. I mean, it was just it was one day. I had one day notice. Oh my god! But what I knew the main part was the main part was is how do I what's my intent when I walk in, hmm. and my intent was to become one with it, which means my ego is not driving it. It's sitting there watching, and I'm I'm operating. And I remember sitting down, and I'm sitting at the desk, and where in hell would I, and this is, of course, in the past, so I understand we're talking about something in the past, where would I have, have the nerve as a boy, which uh, w- w- we have progressed, and there are people with great confidence now, to say... To Fred the Cordo- Cordova or any of the producers, uh, really, does that have to be the first guest? Mm. And they, it all fit. It all fit because I let it out and then it worked. Mm. But I was ready to fail. Mm. I, had the cur- I had the courage to fail. I thought, this is it. I walked out. I remember uh, it wasn't like I thought I was going to be great. I thought, if I'm just my- myself, that's all I can do. Mm. I was prepared. Does that add up to the God part? Oh, sure. Yeah. Yeah. There isn't any part of that that isn't a God part of. So so, so when the athletes kind of point up and say, I want to thank God, uh, I think we're over the corny reaction to that. Some people still don't like it. But I think they uh, actually
2: mean it. They're inside of that. Yeah. When they're in the flow. Yeah. When they're merging. Yeah. When they're getting out of their own way. So you're not clinging to an ideology or any sort of, you even said, a Buddhist-leaning kind of God, but you're just talking about an experience and a place. Yeah. That's good that you, you know, that's
1: a great way to put it. (laughs) And and so it takes away some of the nerves, but it's not a trick, because you really want to get yourself in the place. Yeah. And then there's no room in the minds for you to start judging yourself Mm. now that doesn't mean you don't come back off stage and then start judging. Mm -hmm. It's like a boxer who can be so great in the ring, and then he walks out and he's a nutcase out
2: of the ring. Sure. There are boxers like that? I've heard there are. (laughs) (laughs) I I think it's interesting. But you have that same sort of interest that I do. Ramdas has this great quote where he says... The pursuit of the li- of living spirit is the only game in town, and sometimes I feel that way. I love comedy, but it's a method for me to get closer to a feeling in yeah. a place like you're saying. Well, good for you. Well, but you feel that too.
1: Uh, yes, <laughs> but you know it's taken this. Let let me put it this way: it's it's taken me this many years. I'm 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 several years older than you mm. to to start to hear it uh, bubble up again. I mean, I used to talk to Judd. I used to hand Judd some, uh, Buddhist books. We laughed because one's called, uh, catch a feather in a, Fe- catch a feather in a fan, I think, or something like that.
2: <laughs> and, uh, uh, that's it. A- even the title is tickling my brain. <laughs> yeah, How do you do uh, it? Yeah. Yeah, well,
1: he had to put on an entire Kabuki outfit to get through that book. <laughs> but he, he uh, it, it really just means you want to, you want to have exactly the right tension mm. while you're holding that fan to catch that feather. And if you try too hard, or try too little, or try too, or try,
0: mm-hmm.
1: you're going to miss it. But I, I think there's many more pages in it than that.
2: <laughs> uh, I hope so. Uh, but you were saying that Judd uh, I would say uh, but I mean
1: other it. than that i I don't know he he comes to mind because I know we talked about it a lot, but otherwise uh I would say I was in a very lonely position I thought I thought my 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 own particular and I'm sure uh, I'm not the first my spiritual uh uh, persuasion isn't the right word. Path. My, path certainly was was not to be. I found quickly it couldn't be shared. They they, they were just. You're, you're talking about thirty years ago. They was just. I'm sure there were. There's plenty of people because Ron was around and such.
2: But you just didn't. You weren't. But he was around, but there was no internet. There was a lot of people. You'd have to get literally handed a record or something. Yeah, they didn't know what was going on. You know, yeah, like was go- going on. Yeah.
1: And I mean, I'm not sure I knew. So I wasn't so confident I knew what was going on. It's just the only, but boy, you can read my journals all the way through. And you got it. It's 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 a constant discipline. And I've learned from the monks that I know. That you know they have a white wall around their monastery because they need a little protection from the uh everyday world, and they 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 meditate quite frequently because you got to get that brain in the habit of slowing down and uh and that's when they say miracles happen, and I do think that's when uh miracles happen, but boy the way it's very hard for me to watch. Uh, uh tv tv news and just hear how they start extrapol before the events even happen they're extrapolating on mm. what could happen what might happen and it's exact opposite That's and a- it can make people sick
2: mm-hmm. i agree it's monkey mind Restless it's monkey
1: mind. mind yeah although i did say that uh donald trump is cnn's new missing malaysian flight <laughs> 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 <laughs>
2: so, you know it's funny that you mentioned miracles that's been something that i've been grappling with lately where do you place the? it's hard for me my mind wants to go true untrue i understand that that's not even the right way to look at it but are you a open to realized beings so i'm uh
1: i'm curious i'd like you to tell me because you were you were one time going to be a pastor mm. uh so my background is is I had three years of electrical engineering at the University of Arizona. So it's not like I don't have a technical sensibility to draw on. <laughs> <laughs> I've had a death experience. It's now too late to discuss. and really? I have had a death experience, and I would still say to you, listen, I can tell you everything about it, and... Uh, unfortunately, this is no joke, I was under anesthesia at the time. I was nearly killed in a car crash. But I had some experience there that I would swear to you is real. Uh, but otherwise... Uh, wait, we're
2: not going to talk about that?
1: No, I can't. I mean, I'd have to have a snack.
2: So the thing <laughs> is... is uh, <laughs> You had a timeless, kind of out-of-body sort of thing. I'm sorry. You said you don't want to talk about it. We sure don't have to.
1: I'll tell you something once that I I, I don't know where, what year in the 80s it must have been sometime, is I was opening for Joan Rivers in Vegas or something, and I don't know how this happened. We're standing by the side of the stage, and I don't know how it came up, but she brought it up, and she said, you've never told me about that death experience. And I stand there like a fool, and I I tell her, and I said, Mm. but you know, I don't talk to anybody about it. And she walked out. you got to give her credit. She walks out onto the stage at Caesar's Palace, and she said, and this is her opening. You know, Gary Shandling had a death experience. Let me tell you what happened. And she only goes a little ways, and then the joke is over. Oh, my but God. But it was about as funny as... Oh, my God. You know, it's like you say, okay, I won't tell anybody, and you walk out yeah. on stage.
2: That's when they told uh, Nirvana not to play Rape Me, and he played the opening chords of it. That's right. They almost threw the commercial. Then they play team spirit. I think that the thing I would describe
1: probably happens all the time in different ways. But, but uh, well, you
2: told Joan Rivers. I think you could tell me. I'm just kidding. You can, yeah, no. You can
1: keep I have to say that you've got me there. <laughs> <laughs> I have no comeback to that, Your Honor. <laughs> You had that's worse than a subpoena i have to agree with you a hundred percent but you had something that changed your life that changed now if i was on the red carpet i would
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> there was two other things to discuss but you you talk about you were talking about the sort of Miracles.
2: paranormal yeah paranormal yeah
1: uh, I think the middle ground is always the best. If, if we should end on sort of something like this, yeah, the middle ground is sort of the Buddhist answer. So you're not too far afield, one way or the other. Um, so, uh, but you, you you can edit this, right? I, otherwise, I'm going to feel like I got it. I'm just going to stop. You're going to you're going to cut it down a little. <laughs> Is he going to cut it down? Ah. Well, no one can take this.
2: <laughs> People are going to love it. People cannot take this. I know. They're all like this. It's called You Made It Weird. It's like weird moments. It's Please moms. go to
1: sleep. Please go to sleep. Please go to sleep right now if you're hearing this. <laughs> this is you know what? I, I swear, I didn't realize until I, I, till I just realized that I'm holding a mic to my mouth that this was being recorded. <laughs>
2: so... <laughs> But it, it, the middle way of phenomena, I understand. Okay, so, you know, uh,
1: so there was this dude who was a, uh, oh, you got to help me, Pete. Uh, 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 uh. Don Mattingly. So close. <laughs> that is so close. I think it's the right position.
2: Uh, if it's a ball player, if I'm going to flip a doctor, out. Not, a, not
1: a homeopathic doctor. Uh, wheel? Andrew Wheel. Oh my God, talking. To, uh, well, Andrew Wheel's uh, <laughs> University of Arizona. That's a. That's another good you one. You should have just talked, Pete. You're smarter, and you could just. I should have interviewed you. Can I interview you sometime? That's... I bet everybody says it.
2: No, you should have I'll the Gary Shandling podcast. This could yeah. be your new thing. Well, it'll be shorter. <laughs> it'll be a lot shorter. I'm trying to guess a man's name based on just that it's a man. No, it's
1: a, it was a kind of a homeopathic.
2: Oh, and a doctor, homeopathic. But homeopathic, isn't it? There's one step further
1: where they use. Oh, like a. No, I think maybe. Uh, energy healer. No, 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 no. You bug types of bugs, and all kinds of little things to use. So maybe it is. I am more correct that it is a homeopathic, okay. as opposed to holistic. So, <clears throat> all I know is Obama said I can keep them all. <laughs> so. <laughs> <laughs> didn't he say you can keep it, your doctors yes yes yeah. yes so y- y- you know we can't hold him to that <laughs> so i mean that was a that was a silly that's a silly remark
2: lie to make oh I. See. it was a total what a strange choice on his part it's just a It's just
1: talking about people's doctors. And by the way, (laughs) I I think you know where I stand politically. So,
2: um... You were saying the homeopath.
1: So this guy who, uh, uh, appears to be uh, uh, more enlightened than anyone we know, including, let's put him up there somewhere, a young guy like... uh, relatively for his uh, claimed stage of enlightenment, mm-hmm. which is about 45. And uh, and he says to me, sitting, he was sitting in the other room, and, uh, and I believe I was sitting in here so I could barely hear him, mm-hmm. is he said, uh, so Gary, I had this experience where, uh, and he mentions this woman, this Indian woman who travels and then, you go into a tent and gold light comes out of her ears. <laughs> I can't think of her name because there's no reason that I should. Goldilocks? It's not Goldilocks. <laughs> you know what? We should start this entire matter over. <laughs> because there's a woman
2: who it's shoots. It's probably gold.
1: closer to a fairy tale the whole matter of life than anything else. <laughs> but the fact is so there's one there's an Indian guru a, a, a woman. Who, uh, if 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 I had the name, you'd go. Oh my God! Uh-huh. Uh, saw her at Bonnaroo. Yeah, thank you. <laughs>
2: and... <laughs> all right. So he's saying you can go see this woman. The, the reason I could,
1: I should talk to you, more is I. I, I you can fill it all in. <laughs> so he's he's enthralled with this story he's telling me. I don't know him that way. I've known him for maybe six months, and he's you know he's thinking of treating me with with whatever and that that that, there's no story there Mm. and he said so i'm telling you i go into this tent and there's maybe 20 people in there and this woman who you know you could we could find it on the internet well that means nothing doesn't it (laughs) 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 that literally means nothing. Yeah, yeah yeah so and he said, but what happened, Gary? And, uh, you know, seems like a sane guy. This guy's not dressed up in anything silly. He's a doctor. And he said, I'm telling you, I saw gold light come out from behind her ears. And he said, and I looked around. And then they came over, and they put a hand on my head. And I kind of got felt heated up and a little dizzy. And I saw this gold light. And... I'm positive I saw this gold light. And he finishes this story, basically, which is kind of like that. It's like just an experience, mm-hmm. a slightly transcendent experience. And I said, so how has that helped you find yourself? Hmm. You said, And he looked at me. Yeah. That's what I said to him. Because, little- because I don't have any answer right now for the... Gold, gold light, and I I like acrobats as much as the next guy. (laughs) So you know, I've been in a tent with things going on that you go, geez, I didn't know I was paying for this. (laughs) So, so I said, how is that helping you find yourself? And he stared at me, and I said, you know, Buddhists have an expression: uh, uh, be careful of false masters. Because any of those guys, well, here we go. Here I'm going to get a lot of letters on this.
2: (laughs) (laughs) We do include your home address with the, uh, the well, there's nothing
1: these false gurus like more than to to write me and say, uh, I said, you know, one of the first warnings in, in Buddhism or any of it is, uh. Any of the tricks, any of the levitation tricks, any of the hearing tricks, any of the light tricks, anything you read about, what does that beware? Because what is that doing to help you in your search of self? And then what? It completely stopped him. He just said, thank you, because it was wearing on him, because he doesn't know how to interpret it. Mm Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I, I know some people who are psychic who I think have some ability, but, you know, you got to stay grounded in this uh, where we are now and, and figure it out from here. You're, you're not, you know, I'm, I'm all for the light. This guy was totally confused because he said, I think it was real light. So <laughs> let's say it is.
2: <laughs> this is 25 year old Gary hosting the night tonight show. It's just like. This is the path. I, I said
1: I said we're done with you. Billy Joel's coming on now. <laughs> so wh- what 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 does what good does the light do now? This is uh are you following me on? I this? am, yeah. It's So it, this is, gets into your paranormal. Some of those experiences are very real. I think anything can happen. But you know, you're here for one reason which is to explore your own consciousness.
2: Uh, Ram Dass says miracle stories are helpful because they make us question what is. Because you go, is that true? I think that's helpful. And then that knocks your whole. If that's true, then what else? Well, uh, yeah. But yeah, I'm with you. It's it's the and then what? This guy read my mind. And then what? The psychic was accurate. And then what? We're There's still stuck right here. There's a million things
1: we're not seeing. And, you know, the next conversation we have to talk about the Hedron Collider because I think that's really going uh, <laughs> to...
2: What is, what is the Hedron You don't know collider. what the hadron Collider is. <laughs> Sounds it's like another uh...
1: Switzerland. It's a 17-mile tunnel, and they're going to shoot atoms at each other and split them. And they think they're going to find the god...
2: Oh, the God uh, particle.
1: Particle. And, and I think that's going to explain the, the space that's in between us, the space where you would pick up psychic things, the places where you do, in fact, right. intuit from me and I intuit from you. I that think this there's space a layer between there. us isn't empty. That's right.
2: That we're in some sort of gelatinous mix. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy yeah. when I think about how air is molecules, too. It really trips me out. Right.
1: And that, what dark matter is. I think they're going to make a big, you know. There was a moment there where they were afraid to really get it going because they could. Uh, Create a big, dark uh, hole, and that would be the end of the planet. There was a moment there where they had to really check the physics. Wow. And I'd like you to
2: call me later on that so I can sleep.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, this, that was, I love that God conversation. Because it always gets heavy, we ask one last question, if you're okay. It's light.
1: Well, well I, I, I really want to know how what your oh. overall perception of
2: your path is. Oh well, that's a whole nother thing. No, I'm just—I'll keep it brief. Um, I don't really know today. What do I think about it all? I I think it is. It's—I like what Ramdas again. Ramdas, Ramdas, Ramdas. But Ramdas talks about that we're in school. We might as well take the curriculum. Have you heard him say that? Yeah. I just think that's, I think that's what it is. It's the path, it's the doubt, it's the I will eat it all. Some days I believe everything, other days I wake up and for some reason, bad Indian food, I'm just like, fuck everything, that's stupid. Sometimes I think our consciousness goes on, sometimes I think what's the difference, ego, death, whatever. But I'm with you, and then what? There's golden light, there isn't golden light, and then what? Are we kind, are we loving, are we open, are we gracious? And as a great... Rabbi teacher, second time I've <laughs> just completely lit up when I think of something Jewish to say. Sure, but they they ask a rabbi and they say, "There's a man on a ladder and he's halfway up the ladder. There's a man up a ladder and he's three quarters up the ladder. Who's better?" And the rabbi says, "You know this one?" He says no. Whoever's still moving forward. And no, I think that's I was sworn
1: one of them took something back, exchanged it. <laughs> but that's just old school.
2: I think that's what it is. I think. I think. Uh, Gandhi saying, "My life is my message." I think my life is my belief, and that's my work. So
1: the master's walking with the monk, and he the monk says, "How my master? Can you teach me how to find Zen?" And the master says, "Stay quiet, and can you hear? The, can you hear very far in the distance the sound of a little creek?" And uh, they get very quiet, and the, and the monk says, "Master, I can I can. I can hear. I can. I can hear the creek." And the master says. Enter Zen from there. And then they continue out about another mile, and the guy, the, the monk starts thinking again. He said, Master, Master, what if I had said, I can't hear the stream? Yeah. He said, And then I would have said, Enter Zen from there. Wow. I like that one. I don't know. I like it. I, I think you can picture it. you got to picture it put up on stage with a good
2: production team. <laughs> <laughs> this is our light question I think you'll like it and you, it's, please, it's a no pressure question It's can you think of a time you laughed Really really hard Potentially the hardest you have ever laughed
1: uh, There's some recent time I laughed So give me a second Because you can tighten up at least the space I take To think about the time <laughs> I laughed But that's laugh.
2: where we pursue Zen is in those spaces <laughs>
1: Where was it? There was somewhere where I was laughing really hard there's a guy do you know about this team of uh, british producers who just made this film that they'll probably try and get into sundance they've had other sundance festivals and uh was this it
0: Hmm.
1: and uh they're showing comedians on the road but it's really well done so they're showing the pain of the road Mm -hmm. and you see guys just going i don't know what the fuck i'm going i can't even (laughs) get the tv to work in the room and you just see the pain of going on the road in any case, I was laughing so hard in places at that <laughs> and relating so hard.
2: Oh, they did a real, like a good job of the road life. they did a good the job. Road life. I
1: promise, Pete. I can't wait. Because I was curious to see it, and when I saw it, I just started laughing.
2: It seems like there was one other person I was really laughing with. Well, you can go as far back as you'd like. It could be, I always remember one... There's only two times I laughed. Uh. <laughs> it, it, it can what be silly, yours? is my point. Well, uh, what, didn't I tell one recently? I always try and tell a different one. What is it? Well, the pool one, it's so silly. I, 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 my friend laughed until he puked. Well, there was another time I made my friend laugh until he puked, and I was also laughing very hard because, Gary, I'm not ashamed to say I love my own sense of humor, so yeah. I often can make myself laugh yeah. really, really hard. Yeah. I, I know people have a hard time with that one. I don't think that's that yeah. weird. It's my <laughs> brain. I love it. Uh, but we were you laughing. you want to be alone right now? <laughs> you want to be alone with yeah. that? Yeah, me a drink. Okay, go on. We were in a room, and I was just on a tear, and I was doing all these impressions. It was very, very silly. And in the middle of it, I did, we were stoned. And I yelled, there are 11 clocks in this room. And I swear I hadn't counted. And then we counted. And by God, there were 11 clocks in the room. And yeah. we laughed and laughed and laughed. Yeah. It was. It was... That's not a miracle story. That's yeah, just like it was a happy. I, I think that's a closer. That's all I know. That's a good story, Pete.
1: That's a good. That's a good story. None of, none of the things I laugh that hard at turn out to be accurate. So I, I salute you, really. Well, do you feel good? Yes, we, but we don't want to go by that.
2: Oh.
1: <laughs> I don't have.
2: To. Ah! <laughs> we always end. Thank you for doing it. What a Love wonderful you, Pete, conversation! Have it. It.
1: How many guys do you think I've had in my house with mics?
2: Ricky Gervais, <laughs> and this went better. <laughs> was that real, by the way? That
1: that was complicated. I mean, I would rather you just say what your re- what your.
2: I thought for sure it was real. I thought he was trying to. Ha- There's this interview. Ricky Gervais comes to this house. Yeah. And he's, like, interviewing his heroes. Yeah. And then it goes bad. And then I think he doubles down on the bad like it's a bit. But I thought you were like, no, this isn't a a bit. It
1: was a bad day in terms of uh, this. And actually, I'll I'll use this as the first opportunity to say I I actually really want to interview Ricky Gervais because that needs to be remedied remedied and and there's a lot of uh, actual questions. So Mm. what happened is, and if you picture yourself coming in to do your podcast – uh, he was coming in to do. Uh, I had asked him first if he would come in and do one of those intimate visits that are in the DVD. There's mm-hmm. one with Jerry, mm-hmm. Sharon Stone, Larry David. There isn't one with Larry David. There's oh, one with that. Alec Baldwin. I not that. on my. Not oh, on Larry Sanders. Oh, oh, oh. oh I'm sorry, Larry, Larry Sanders. Sanders. Excuse me. Yeah. So you wouldn't. You may not have seen all of these. Mm. So uh, I was in this. I was in this room, and. Uh, so he was. So I spoke to him over the phone. I don't know him well. A, a nice, nice guy. He was. He was funny over the phone, and he said, "Would you, if I, if I come and do that, would you also do a, a, a special for the BBC that I'm doing?" Mm-hmm. And I said, "Sure." Uh, and said I told him in person, I said, "What was I gonna say?" As I, <laughs> so we laughed. <laughs> but I said, uh, "We need to do the really." low-key version of what i need first because you go way I, I go way down it's past you know it's not like how we're talking it's like mm-hmm. uncomfortable talking because <laughs> i don't want you to say anything except there's no intention no questions mm-hmm. and it, i don't know if you've ever seen them if not i have to show them to you
2: yeah i, I like i haven't seen, seen these so they're
1: about. very open-ended mm-hmm. so uh it's imperative that we do that first, and that's how the thing was set up. So uh, so I said, I'll meet him at my front gate. And my producer, who uh, uh, wasn't on the same path, mm. uh, went out uh, and said, well, we can do your version first, I guess. This is unbeknownst to me. And so that becomes a big BBC production, which there's nothing wrong with. It's just that uh, we had all decided we'd do this other thing first. Mm. So when I came into the kitchen, all the BBC cameras were there. And really what I thought is, how could this guy, this producer, have walked the 20 feet out of my house and not said we're going to do this other version first, which is a laid-back non-broad mm-hmm. kind of interview. So It's the only time I've done this, by the way. So mm-hmm. you're hearing me. And so Ricky was on. He was on in the kitchen. He was on because he was doing his show. But I was told we were going to do this show. And, I mean, the chances of having two shows I- interact are about zero, like two people doing two different shows. Now, I thought... Okay. Clearly, I could stop and say there's some confusion here. So let's get on the same page, which mm-hmm. we've all done. Mm-hmm. But you didn't. And here's why I didn't. <laughs> and and here's why I didn't. Yeah. And and I'm going to be honest. I'm going to be completely honest with you. Sure. And uh, I I think it makes me. If if you knew me, you might understand better. And if you don't, it's it, it could be interpreted as a a bad thing. And I thought, you know, uh, I've done so much stuff, and you know I'm fascinated playing with the process. Mm Mm-hmm. So uh, I I decided to walk in and be myself. (laughs) (laughs) Because you're playing with the process. Because maybe he'll see that as I bring it down, the idea was we were going to do this one where I'm going to come down and... We're just we're not gonna do the on b b c one yet right but but I understand the and I thought I think this is gonna. <laughs> Be more interesting,
2: yeah. I'm not sure it's right. It's like opening an improv scene, you went in this one way thinking he was. he. And I was it.
1: told by the way, by everybody on my team, yes, we're opening with that improv scene. Uh huh, uh huh. <laughs> so the fact that there was no support from anybody going, Oh, he's on the we're not doing that improv scene because <laughs> I was just at a point in my life. Where I thought the nurse should be able to help me through this. Yes. So I don't have to stop again. Yes, yes, and yes and go, here's what we're doing. Okay. And and uh so I remember I walked in, it's just like when I when you walked in kind of and I didn't have my I wanted to put my contact lenses in, so I didn't have any trouble going to the sink. Yeah. And I'm, so I started putting my contact lenses in and he and he said, uh, be careful, be careful with those contact lenses. And uh I said, No, it's 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 my house. I I put my lenses in before because <laughs> this is what I do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and then I thought, wow, is this gonna? Now here's what's so funny in hindsight. Um, I, I, and I've talked to people whose name I won't mention who I talked to about this who had a a vote on whether it should be left this way and yeah. such.
2: Yeah, because it was.
1: And there's more. Yeah. <laughs> and, and I will tell you the more when we're off the air. Off mic. Sure. <laughs> because it has to do with what we're talking about. Okay. That's what my point was. Okay. My point was, what's the actual pattern of how this is unfolding in my life right now? Mm. hmm <laughs> So it wasn't taken from an attitude I wasn't pleased with the producing people who couldn't even say we're going to do this one first, which is the one you want to do. You want to do the low one first. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> so it got confusing because I'm trying to say, dude, just talk to me. Right. Now, he has no reason. It's unfair to him. It's like changing the improv and he doesn't know. Right. I don't know why he doesn't know. It's the original reason I called to say I'm doing these little visits, but they didn't give him the information right. So that's why. It should. St- I should have
2: probably. I should have stopped it. It's both a bit and genuine. It's genuine. But it's, it's why it's so confusing. Yeah.
1: It's, it's two shows going on at the same it's time. It's the middle way. <laughs> It's the middle way, but what's wrong with it? As the two shows go their most extreme way, it creates some uncomfortable gaps. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Now, call me uh, whatever I deserve. (laughs) I knew somehow in that moment, and I had not never done anything like that before, where I... I thought, this is going to be more interesting than anything we could shoot. Yeah. And I do think it's more interesting. Well, I remembered it. I do think it's more interesting. Yeah. But I think that needs to be straightened out because it just wasn't a straight uh, interview. There's places where we kind of connected. Uh, (laughs) But I wasn't trying to be difficult. I was being my... Self-walking in the room saying, nice to meet you, the way all my other visits are. Right. But no one seemed interested <laughs> in my other visits and what I was trying to put on the Larry Sanders DVD. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. That's very interesting. So it was both. The answer is both.
1: Yeah, that's why people are confused, because it's, it's both. It's both shows going on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and it's both real and fake. Then I sat down with him, and uh, quite honestly, like here in this uh, living room, and tried to then talk through how we might do the next piece that we we're supposed to do. And it was never quite comfortable, because it was confusing. It's not two guys that have sat down. I don't think it's anything to do with us, uh, honestly, personally. Yeah. It's, uh, it, it's, it's, it's honestly two producers saying two different choices, but no one saying, this doesn't seem right. Which would have been mostly my job. And I was a little tired uh, of saying this doesn't seem right. <laughs> I've gone through a lot of that in my life, including <laughs> at the dentist's office. But otherwise, you know, I think he's an exceptionally talented guy, and I'd like to actually I'm, interview him. I'm it's glad I cleared mind. that up. I'm yeah. glad that
2: came up. Yeah. Uh, and thank you, Gary, again. Thank, thank you, you. We end with the guest saying, keep it crispy. It's just a little thing. Keep it crispy? Yeah. <laughs>
1: Did that count? <laughs> Does it have to be said without a question? No, you did it. Can it can't it be said in disbelief? Yes, you did it. Because I believe I did it in disbelief.
2: We'll take it in disbelief.
1: How did give me an example of how other people say it?
2: Uh we've gotten, you know, regular, keep oh. it crispy. Oh yeah. Yeah, that's boring. Yeah. And uh, Keep It Crispy.
0: Yeah. <laughs> now leaving nerdist.com.